everyone, welcome to the Create Initiative Podcast. I'm joined as always by Kyler Clapp and Kyle Lee. Let's get this show started. No, that was a very realistic Santa Claus. <laughs> that was very realistic. Uh, let's just let's get it right out in the open, Kyle. Uh, how do your kids feel about Santa these days? Yeah, they're kind of into it. I don't know. Kind of into it? Not convinced. My son, my oldest son, just driving the car was like, Dad, is Santa real? <laughs> and I was like, well, do you want to believe in Santa? And he's like, yeah. And I said, okay. That's the extent of it. That's the conversation. Yeah, we don't always like. We're never like. We never try to punish them. Like, oh, Santa's watching. Yeah, we yeah. never. Good. It's never. It's never that. But if they want, I mean, if they want to believe. That's fine. Do Do you or any of your like parents? Do they sign the gifts from Santa? We will. So yeah. Uh, yeah, we so we go to my family on Christmas Eve. Then we're we sleep at our own house Christmas Eve night. They wake up and we put the presents out for the night. So they think, but it's like just a few presents. Cool, cool. So they did, don't think Santa's bringing them fifty presents. Did your parents or grandparents ever put from Santa? They didn't start gifts? doing it till I was like seventeen. Really? Was that because your little sister? Yeah, we weren't allowed to believe in Santa. Me at and all? my younger brother were two years apart, but my little little sister. She's seven or seven years apart. Yep, she was allowed to believe in Santa. So and we got in time. trouble for telling her he wasn't real. I bet you did. <laughs> I was like, Santa's not real. And then... Trouble. Trouble. <laughs> From your mom or dad? Uh, both. both. Well, mom. My dad really didn't care. Yeah. I don't know. It's always interesting when you talk to uh, people who had a, a Christian upbringing on what the... <laughs> With the Santa it's situation was like. like, it's like we we get, we were taught a yeah. ton of things about the Bible that were untrue. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me, um, theologically, just totally off base for most of the '90s and early 2000s, but it's gonna somehow harm us to believe in Santa Claus. And still, to this day, I was watching a church promo video that had wise men in it. Mm-hmm. Straight after Jesus's birth, and I'm like, that's not right. Yeah, but but you, you know, it synthesizes. It makes it easier. Yeah, to we're tell just the gonna story. chop. Yeah. yeah, I think if we do that to all the Bible, just chop it up into pieces and yeah. kind of condense everything, we'll really get the point across. Almost like when there was like the the 400 years between the end of the Old Testament, and the beginning yeah. of the New Testament. Yeah, let's just Something chop like that, that and yeah. push it together. Here's the thing, guys. You rearrange the letters in Santa. Satan. <laughs> <laughs> that's that is that is also a hill I will die on. That. Vegan it's, pizza rolls, we know. But Santa, you're talking about a fat old man sneaking into your house in the middle of the night, wants you to sit on his lap, eats cookies, drinks milk. Anybody else nervous? Anybody else's knees cap sweating? So are you, you saying that that, that is wait, an accurate... Wait, Are you saying that's an accurate assessment that Santa is Satan? I mean... Is that what you're trying to... He's not jolly. We, you were totally burying the lead. <laughs> Why in the world? <laughs> your kneecaps don't sweat when Would you get you, nervous? Like the front of your knees. Is that what you mean by your yes. kneecaps? 
Your kneecaps no. don't get warm? Not on the, f- you, like the front of my kneecaps don't sweat. You have an enormous problem. <laughs> I mean, yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, several. <laughs> I, I don't even know if my kneecaps have ever sweated once in my life. Okay, Kyle, well. I don't even know if, I'm not even sure if they have sweat glands on the kneecap. I'm no. looking it up right now. Okay, you look that up and while, while you look that up, uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's, let's go to our top three. We've been doing some special Christmas edition of top three. And uh, Kyle, do you have our theme music? Boop, 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 boop. That was wonderful. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Well, Kyle, uh, I asked you to, to bring the top three this week and um, can't wait to hear what it is. Well, since we were already talking about Satan slash Santa, I thought we could bring our top three Christmas characters minus Santa. Santa uh, cannot be included. Okay, Christmas characters. Like so, so like know, any kind like, of traditional Christmas. Yeah. Okay. 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 Like or like even um I would throw in like generic wins. Like it doesn't have to be specific name, like I'm thinking like snowmen or gingerbread men. Those could be included. Oh, okay. just like be, uh, like like a char- like characters that show up around Christmas time. Okay. Okay. You want to go first? Yeah. Um, Sugar Plum Fairy. Okay. Love her. Um, Jack Frost. Good one. Um. Well, wait. Which Jack Frost? We're we talking about Michael Keaton, Jack Frost, or are we talking about? Martin Short, Jack Frost. Martin Short. Or are we talking about the one in the old? But like, also old the the old claymation yeah. one. But also Martin Short, yes. Okay. Who I'd like to think is just the claymation one grown up. Anyways, um, first one, probably the Nutcracker. Is that the, the Nutcracker? Is that, not just generic Nutcrackers. Yeah. So like the one that's like the soldier. Yes, the okay. Nutcracker. Okay. Um, Interesting. I would. Uh, there, your Jack Frost is way off. Why? The two Jack Frosts you like are bad guys. <laughs> Not the one from the claymation one. Yeah. That no, is. you're thinking of Freeze My, whatever cold miser. Oh, okay. No, Jack Frost, like the one that. Oh, the little like he's like a, more of like a kid looking like. Yeah, he's like character. Robin Hood okay. basically, and he okay. gives the toys, and he falls in love with the girl at the here, orphanage. Here's the thing, though. Okay. Yeah. The movie, the movie with Michael Keaton, Jack Frost. Yeah. From it's the a, late nineties, yeah. good. It's a tearjerker, isn't it? Yeah, his Michael Keaton dies at the beginning and is reincarnated as a snowman. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's a very serious to reconnect movie. With his I kid. don't like that. <laughs> it is. It's, it's like very like it deals with heavy, heavy things. Yeah, well, it's got like a what's that movie with a oh why am I blanking? The one where he dresses up as a woman to be close to his kids. Oh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. With Robin Williams. Oh, I would say it's even sadder than that. Yeah, oh. it's definitely darker, <laughs> for sure. That's, Anyways, um, great movie though. Yeah. Watch it. So, so yours were Nut- Sugar Plum, Sugar Frost. Plum Fairy, Jack Frost, oh, yeah. Nutcracker. Nutcracker. Yep. Okay. Um, I think about this. So I've uh, I don't know his name, but there's like the lumberjack dude in the old Rudolph, like the old stop yeah. motion. Mm-hmm. So that's a cool dude. Um, I don't remember much about it other than that. Um, I, I love the character of the Grinch. And <gasps> like for me specifically, 
and it's probably because I tend to be an old soul that the the original cartoon that characterization mm-hmm. is the one I like the most. But the other, like I still haven't seen the Cumberbatch version yet. But best uh, one, I love the Jim Carrey version as well. Yes, but that the older, like the the nineteen sixties cartoon, um, that one's too creepy. <laughs> that one was released as like a part of, of like a three part thing, mm-hmm. and the other two like parts in it are like too scary to watch really? for kids. I don't, yes. I guess I haven't. I need to watch it. I haven't seen those. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, I, I mean, this kind of goes with my top three Christmas movies, but I think I've got to throw in uh, cousin Eddie from uh, Christmas vacation, specifically cousin Eddie wearing the sweater and drinking the eggnog yes. out of the, the moose moose cup, that version of yes. cousin Eddie. Um, just reminds me of of my past. <laughs> I need to change mine. I want mine to be the Grinch instead of the Nutcracker. No, nope, okay. sorry, you I can't forgot change about it. the Grinch. <laughs> it's already done. Can't change it. <laughs> All right. Well, Kyle, what are what are yours? Ooh, well, I haven't even thought about it. Um, <laughs> Comes up with a question. <laughs> well, I didn't. I forgot that he wanted it to be Christmas themed. So that question was you just right off the top. Clothes. Um, I don't know. Angels. <laughs> Golly. Okay, good job, Kyle. <laughs> I find it funny that everyone around Christmas time just like puts angels everywhere. Yeah. Like and commercialized angels or like real yeah, angels? Like, the ones no, with they, yeah, 40 billion they, eyes? <laughs> they capture real angels and put them everywhere. Yes. Oh, no, I'm asking um, is the ones you like the commercialized angels? Um, elves. Oh. I'll, I'll put elves up there. Okay, angels, um, elves. Because it seems offensive always when you start talking about elves in any, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> it's never not offensive. Um, except for Christmas Chronicles, they just went ahead and didn't make them people. They're just little, little monsters. Yeah, little demon so, guys. Ew. Yeah. And then uh, number one is going to be the narwhal from I Elf. Elf. <laughs> I, how did I know that? Goodbye, buddy. Mm-hmm. Hope yep. you find your dad. Because <laughs> yeah. that, that's used all the time, so it's got to be favorite Christmas character because people say that yeah. all the time. Which uh, buddy. <laughs> last week you, you brought up the movies that made us, the Christmas one uh, mm-hmm. on Netflix. Well, I watched the one that's about Elf, uh, and it's super interesting. Like it it... it it really goes into how many things had to come together for that movie uh, to even happen and how New Line even was trying to like change it up like months before it, it was released, trying to make it that like movie, a darker comedy. That yeah. movie rocks. Yeah, it's great. It, it's great. But so, so you should check that out, um, Movies That Made Us, the Christmas version. I'm about to get rid of Netflix, honestly. Same. Oh, yeah. Going up in price. The, I, I, R&R continue watching now. There's like three things. Yeah. Like normally there used to be like 15. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, this yeah. is not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, that's going to be a, uh, something that maybe more people gotta are going to consider. Got to move on over so, to Peacock. That's right. That's right. And let's, let's bring that back around after our interview, because I would like to, to talk about that and about uh, Warner brothers and HBO max and some of that stuff. Um, but let's go ahead and if it's okay with you guys, you want to throw it to our guest? Yep. I'll just say y'all are lucky that Jason said, needed to be Christmas themed because I was coming at you with a uh, favorite bird species. Oh, wow. And uh, I was going to need the scientific names. And so 
<laughs> oh, wow. Well, I'm, I'm kind of glad you didn't come up with those questions. Uh, but nevertheless, let's get right to our guest. We have a great guest lined up. It's a friend of the podcast, friend of the Create Initiative, uh, Richard Smith. He's uh, one of a kind, one of a kind. So we were able to talk to him about Christmas. And I asked Richard to to come up with a bio uh, for me to read. And so I'm, I'm going to read this right now because I think if anything describes Richard, this is it. This is Richard Smith. I love God. I love art in all its forms. And I am just over the moon when people use their talents to create for the Lord, when they use their mastery to tell the good news and an old story in a fresh new way, when they take what's around them and recreate wonder and awe in our Savior again and again. For me, the best stuff happens when you work through the mistakes of a project, the serendipity that you would have never known if it just remained an idea. So go get started, take it easy, and work hard for Jesus. Richard's the coolest. Richard is the coolest. And so we had a great time talking about uh, Christmas and, and things that are happening in his church in light of COVID. And uh, let's just get right to it. Here is our conversation with Richard Smith. You know, uh, you've been on the podcast before. I think a lot of our listeners are familiar with who you are and uh, what you do. But so um, instead of telling us about yourself, can you just tell us uh, what's been happening in your life? Well, of course, you know, uh, all of us have been going through this stuff with COVID. And um, so I'm muddling through that. And our church is making different, you know, changes along those lines. And we invested some money in some live stream equipment. So I'm learning about some of that. That's kind of cool. And on a personal note, I'm changing up how I do my Instagram. So it oh. takes a long time for me to post anything because I'm putting it in three little blocks, you know? So yeah. anyway, yeah, that's it. So that's going to be your new MO? It's yeah, my like, it's my new MO for now until I... Richard Three Squares? Until I see somebody else that I really like and I compare to them and then I'm like, I, I really oh, have to oh. do that instead. So who are you comparing yourself to? No one at the one. moment, but I'm sure I'll fall in that trap eventually. Everybody does, right? But maybe not. Maybe I'll stick with what I got. So because we'll right now yours is like the three purple boxes with the little that's right a holographic icon at the bottom, right? Yeah, there's there's one. There's one that's a video of just what I need to talk about, and then there's one that's my work, and then there's one that's just who I'm inspired by or just random things that I think people should see. A very practical way to use your Instagram. So that's the plan. It is actually. Yeah. It's almost like a. It's like you're using Instagram to be more like a resource page in, in some ways. It's kind of Right, right, right. Yeah, that's cool. That's good. Cool. That's cool. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Richard. What do you do? Where can where are you from? Did we already say that? You said you weren't going to ask me, but hey. Uh, we said tell a little bit about yourself. Okay. We, we talked about this. Remember I said we weren't going to ask that? Oh, darn. Anyways, on- <laughs> number two. So I'll tell you a fact that no one has ever heard before. Okay. So I... Um, I come from a town. I come from a town, or I went to a high school where the mascot was a donkey. What was that school? Bray Doyle. Bray Doyle. I've heard this. Yep. Well, all right. Didn't your mother create the mascot? <laughs> you know, one time they came to her and said, Will you please paint us a mascot on the gym floor? And at the time, we didn't have the internet, so you couldn't look stuff like this up. So we kept going to encyclopedias trying to find a uh, reference to a a donkey and all she could find in a mascot wise was something that was like really cute. And so she painted this cute 
donkey on the middle of our basketball floor, which was a little really kind of hilarious because when you go to play basketball, you know, you're like, we want to fight and yeah. we want to yeah. win and all this stuff. And but no, it just had this little cute donkey out there in the middle. Uh-huh. They finally they finally replaced it after I graduated and stuff. But anyway, well, I mean, that's kind of cool. Yeah, there's. I bet I bet that today would be a totally retro look. Like I bet people would eat it up. May- maybe. Maybe. Eeyore in the middle of It looked like a donkey. Okay, like it, imagine My Little Pony only in donkey form. So. I'm telling you, people would eat that up. Care, Bear, Care Bears are back, so people would eat that stuff up. Maybe so. Well, Richard, uh, we, we're doing a special edition of these podcasts here in the month of December. We want to talk about Christmas. We know it's okay. uh, different for everyone. You brought up COVID, yep. um, how you're just trying to figure out how to live through it. And, right. Um, uh, can you just tell us, as, as a church, first of all, what's your role normally? normally in, in creating content for Christmas for okay. your church and um, in planning it for this year, what does your role look like? So typically my role is um, planning any kind of like slides that our pastor might want for his sermons on uh, Sunday morning. And then uh, on years that we have a, a play or cantata or something like that, my role is to come up with video content and still content and um, get all the songs in the correct order lined out make the screens do what they're supposed to do, that kind of thing. So, um, and then I also am responsible for, um, making any kind of lobby, um, art, um, installations. Um, and that could be something as simple as a thing to stand in front of, to take a picture, or it could be something that, um, has something to do with a series that we're doing. So, yeah, when we walked in today, we noticed you have a fire. Like you don't have a fireplace in the lobby, but you've right. created like a right a fireplace with a sitting area. Very That's cozy. correct. Yeah, we're gonna and we're gonna hang some uh, greenery on either side, and mm-hmm. we're gonna put like a um, a box down there that looks like a wrapped present, but it's gonna hide like the feet that are holding it up. And um, you know, I just have a place for somebody to go. Oh, and we're also gonna add a board on the front of it and hang stockings on it so that oh. it looks like a real hearth. Um, mm-hmm. That way, people can go over there, stand in front of it, lean against it, sit down in front of it, take a photo. Cool. Between now and Christmas, so that's, that's awesome. kind of cool. Cute. So, how are you in your church as well? How are you guys approaching Christmas during all this COVID stuff? So, we are still um, probably about half capacity as far as people coming to church, and we are still observing um, different like social distancing things as far as like mm-hmm. our seating capacity and temperature checks and hand sanitizer, mask, and so on, et cetera. Um, the kids and kids church, we don't, we discourage them taking home paper products, things like that. So we're still doing, uh, some of those things. Uh, that said, we are still like, um, hoping that, uh, folks will join us for some of the things that we've, um, put together. And so we have a night where we're going to have everybody come and it's kind of like a, home Christmas evening where we're going to share some songs. Different people are going to sing some songs. We're going to sing some songs as a congregation. Um, some people are going to read the Christmas story, just mm-hmm. different little venues like that. Will so, that be on a Sunday? or I think it's on a Sunday night. Okay. I need a double. I'm actually supposed to make an ad for that and haven't yet. So I need to check the date on that to make sure, but I think it's on a Sunday night. <laughs> Cool. How is that different from what you guys normally do, or have you had to cancel anything? We have had to cancel our big like uh, production. We usually have like a play that runs three nights, and um, this year we had one plan that took place in like the 1940s. It was during wartime, and um, it was a very like uh, Norman Rockwell esque mm-hmm. type uh, homespun um, 
Christmas thing, and it was going to have lots of acting and singing, and um, we were even going to extend our platform so that we could, uh, you know, make it work. But we had to cancel all that because we did not and could not figure out a way that we could um, practice and then have it and be like as socially uh, um, distanced and as um, COVID. um, Well, we just we didn't find a way that we could do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and so uh, same thing went with our Christmas dinner. We every year for the last for almost the last 20 years, we have prepared Christmas dinner. Um, and we have, you could eat either here or we also send it out and we have taken it to everybody that worked at the hospital, everybody that worked at the fire department, police department, um, sanitation, all kinds of these folks that work on Christmas day. And then we also took it to shut-ins, took it to the elderly and we wound up doing like close to 2000 meals. Um, you know, and, uh, but we had to go ahead and shut that down this year because there really wasn't a way to both prepare it. Um, in a, such a way that we wouldn't be a, um, a problem and, or even just to deliver it. So we, we decided against having it. So. Way to make it work though. Do what now? Way to make it work. Yeah. Um, it, uh, it was, it's a good thing. It really does. It helps out our community a lot. And I know our community will be already look forward to having it back. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so like for your church, obviously you're having to make those kind of sacrifices, not right. be able to do the things that maybe you had planned or traditionally you do. And that's a, that's an awesome outreach. Um, are there opportunities you still see and like even trying something different or doing something new? What opportunities are you seeing? There, there are some opportunities. Um, I, I see that, um, right now, especially in this time of the year, everything kind of gets ramped up. Everything gets ramped up as far as like, even when people like get depressed and and are lonely or isolated. And so um, during this time, it it seems to be like a little bit multiplied. And so um, I think there's a great opportunity to pray with people. Like when we had our um, little Halloween thing that we had, it was just a Mm drive-through. And you just come through and we hand you to the candy, but we also gave an opportunity for you to pull over to this one part. And if you wanted to, we would uh, pray with you. And we had several people pull over and do that. And so I, I really think that people are encouraged by um, just a chance for somebody to take time to pray with them. You know, um, I even saw a thing on um, the internet one time and this guy was doing this and I thought, man, it would even work right here at our little driveway thing where he just took a chair and a sign. And it just said, pull in for prayer. And he set the chair out there and he just sits there and waits for somebody to pull in. And if they pull in, then he prays with them. So, um, and I think that people are kind of hungry for stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, as far as like, um, kids ministry and stuff goes, I think moms and dads are hungry for, um, being able to send them stuff online via our website or through email that would help engage their kids with something else to do besides play a video game. Mm -hmm. So, um, I, I've been trying to send them out crafts and, and different things that they can link to and go get and, uh, download and put together yeah. with their kids. And I think they like that stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. Cool. So do you have any final words of encouragement for your fellow creatives to prepare for Christmas? Yes. Yes. I, I would just say that um, it, it, it's the same as what I would say if even it wasn't Christmas time. And that's simply this is don't sit on or don't sleep on what you're dreaming up. Um, just take just go get started on it. Like, um, there's going to be some stuff that you still can't do, but there's plenty that you can do. And so I would think 
Uh, if you think something up, don't just dream about it. Don't just think about it, but actually get out there and do it. We want to thank Richard again for joining us on the podcast. Uh, make sure you follow him on Instagram. He's uh, always got great style, great ideas, and uh, he switched up his, his uh, what's that called? He's like Instagram Handle. aesthetic. Aesthetic. That's that's the word we're looking for. Yeah, he's doing a new, like, a new look. A new look. A new uh, Aesthetic. A new yeah, a- aesthetic. So um, during during the interview, uh, Kyler, did you find out about the, the kneecaps? Yeah, so... Um Apparently your kneecaps do sweat no, and you can't do anything do to sweat. prevent it. Well, it's common. So maybe you need to get your kneecaps checked out, Kyle Ha. <laughs> maybe you need to get your kneecap glands. I don't, uh, I don't sweat. At. Period. So, Period. I mean, I do like it. It just takes a lot for me to sweat. Okay. Oh. So you just wouldn't notice probably. I mean, I think I would since it takes a lot for me to sweat. Mm. I would notice when I started sweating. Out of your kneecaps. <laughs> I think I noticed if I got something running down my leg. Oh. Anyway. I think, do uh, you know? But also, I got way too much leg hair, so it just kind of, it's probably absorbed in. Anyways, yeah. what were we going to talk what about? What were you going to say? It's the worst. Nothing. Don't even get me started about my no, own No, we're leg trying hair. not to get you started. Well, since you brought it up. No. <laughs> I, I hate it. Let me just be the first to say, and it. I just, it's the worst. Anyways, oh, we were going to talk continuum. about Peacock. That's what it was. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Before Kyler started talking about her leg hair. We were <laughs> what? It's you. Well, no, I kind of wanted to ask Kyle, uh, and this is too much information. I'm, oh, I'm fine no. with it. But did you shave your legs in high school for basketball? No, I've never shaved my okay. legs. Ever. Okay. I was just curious. But I was curious. That I was would. Some, I, some I guys mean, did. I would totally right now. I mean, this is just. Nope. You I can mean, put your leg down. Wow. You can put, it's just, oh, all right. Yeah. It's just <laughs> too, too long. <laughs> And uh, that's see see Kyler's reaction. That is the same reaction I have. And for our listeners, Ky- Kyler's reaction was essentially the worst face <laughs> you could gag possibly reflex. Yeah, she essentially saw, took one look, <laughs> took one look at me, and then just threw up in her mouth. <laughs> I'm a monster. Oh, so but streaming no one would love me. Speaking of, did your grandma get you growing up? <laughs> what you just did here <laughs> here in kindergarten? They um, <laughs> built a trap for like an, to catch an elf, you know, like yeah, a fun yeah. thing. And so it just gave me the most, the worst idea. <laughs> I wanted to do that for my class. <laughs> and I wanted to like hang like a cage up for my ceiling <laughs> in my classroom and be like, here, we got an elf trap. <laughs> and then like the next day, like I, I was going to try to like find like some model, like statue or something, something just hideous, like horrible looking thing and like have that in the cage when they come in. Like, guys, <laughs> I don't know what, it wasn't an elf. Like, yeah, I don't know what we got, but. Give them, I thought you were going to say you were going to give them like pitchforks. <laughs> yeah, well, because like they, they, like even in my class, the third grade, they're like all very into Santa. They're into all the elves. Elf on the yeah. shelf. The elf on the shelf Can't stuff. touch it. Can't touch it. And uh, so I've had to just. I Seems like a good rule idea. in life. <laughs> anyway, so streaming wars. Yeah, touching not a good idea, yeah, especially, especially in the, the COVID. COVID COVID world. You know what the game has era. really? What game me and my sister used to play that has just been 
uh, taken a hit since COVID is uh, quick the quick lick game, and so <laughs> the quick lick. <laughs> no, it's essentially like how much would it take for you? You just ask questions. Oh, okay. It's just questions, Kyler. Like, but how much to quick lick? And then you just start naming off stuff. Oh, that was like pick up this pencil. Bet you won't lick this pencil. That's oh, not yeah. that game. It's, no, it's how much to quick lick this pencil. And you like just like how assign, much money? Yeah, you just assign a value to it. Like, would you would you do it for five dollars? Like that type of thing? Yeah. Okay. Piece of cake. I got gotcha. you. Never heard There's of that not, game. Yeah, it's just like and a quick lick. It's just a one touch of the tongue. Interesting. Like Ew. There's not much that I wouldn't quick lick for money. All right. So streaming wars. Uh, Kyle, you and Kyler both said you're you're considering giving up Netflix. That the the clock is probably ticking. Um, yeah, we've reached the point where uh, I think there are too many streaming platforms, yep. right? Yeah. So we're paying almost as much as a cable bill. Is that what you guys are finding? Honestly, yeah. Because I have Disney Plus, Hulu, Netflix. Disney Plus is seven. Basically, I'm rounding up seven. Mm-hmm. Hulu's seven. Netflix is what now? Uh, ours it went up to thirteen ninety nine. Thirteen, so at fourteen. Yeah. Why don't you do the Disney Plus Hulu eight. together package? Yeah. That's like eleven bucks. Yeah. Cause I just that's more work. It's I'll actually, probably well actually, it's actually very easy. I'll just say well that. I'll do it probably because right now I don't have Hulu. I canceled my Hulu just because oh, okay. so you already pulled that. Plan. Yeah, and I ca- technically canceled my Netflix too. I'm just waiting for. It to yeah. shut down because there's like Kyle was saying earlier, there's nothing on it that I want to watch. Yeah, yeah, that's not for me. Like, yeah, if there was still had good content. Oh on yeah, there, even if they just had Parks and Rec, I, I would keep it. I'm yeah, same, but they don't. Yeah, yeah it, they took it off. It's it's probably a wash for Cameron and I. I know this doesn't apply to you guys, but Netflix is losing the Office at the end of the year, but yeah. they'll be picking up Seinfeld sometime in 2021. So Seinfeld's for, on Hulu. Well, but yeah, it's going to shift over to oh. Netflix. So like. For us, that's probably going to end up being a wash. But yeah, like I agree, there's hardly anything like that draws me to Netflix. Really, there's hardly anything that draws me to any of them. I just like watching the old stuff, <laughs> like the new content, maybe The Mandalorian on Disney Plus. But like that's probably about the only like new thing that that I like actively seek out. I like the Netflix originals, but all the ones I've watched, they're in the midst of remaking their new or making their new seasons. So yeah, which I'll probably kind of messed that up. But yeah. I, I wanted to, to, so did you guys hear the news that Warner brothers is going to release their, uh, every movie in 2021 when it's released in the theater, it's also going to be released that day on HBO max. Have you guys heard this or read this? No, but I I think Disney Plus is doing the same thing with something. We, I think they're going to test it. Warner Brothers they're is the first one. They're releasing Soul, yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah. it is, Soul, yeah. But Warner Brothers is the first one that they've just said everything in 2021, so all 19 movies or whatever that's on our slate, uh, the same day they're in theaters, they'll be in, uh, released on HBO Max. And, uh, I mean, the, the numbers behind it are just nobody's subscribing to HBO Max. Like, they've only yeah. got, like, 12 million subscribers. Uh when they were anticipating like 40 by That's this point. That's so dumb because they know dang well everybody's going to be up in that movie theater. It's their fault. It's HBO's fault because they had HBO Go. They had HBO yep. Now. Yeah, it was so, so segmented already. Yeah, it's their own fault. And like, they, didn't ca- they didn't cancel those out. People yeah. can still have those. Well, and it hurts them that they're still in dispute, dispute with Roku. Uh, so HBO Max app isn't on the Roku because they're fighting over ad, ad revenue. 
Um, and you know, so that, that doesn't help me, but I thought it was interesting. Like Warner brothers definitely like, you know, they, they made the move. All these other studios are, are kind of waiting and seeing mm-hmm. and, but they just kind of said, we're going to do it. And I read an article today about how the reason behind that is because AT&T owns Warner media. And so for AT&T, it's all about getting subscriptions to, to keep you on AT&T's phone plan. Right. Or on their wireless Ooh. internet and all that kind of stuff. So how I potentially think it's backfire? Well, that, that's kind of the the prevailing thought is that it, it might backfire for for Warner Brothers um, as far as the the movie industry I mean, goes. They're making they're spending a couple hundred million dollars on each of these movies. You know, yeah, on, on probably like six of their nineteen. Yeah, yeah. And there's not there's no way they're going to make that money back. Well, and that's what they they've acknowledged. Like they know. So like the article I read, the numbers were basically like. If they can get five million more people to subscribe for a full year, they would five million. They would make up. They would make up their box office, their annual box office numbers. Good luck. If they can get five million to subscribe for a full year, it's just so. I don't know. It's it seems like a quibby move to me. Yeah, where yeah. quibby waited until a pandemic. Yeah, where people had so much time to watch as much TV as they wanted to release a streaming app that's that made for ten, your phone. T- 10 minute shows yeah people, when when all people so that way you can watch it real quick it's like people are like what do i have to do yeah and quit be shut down in like two months i think 2021 if people start getting this vaccine and everything all the good news is as good as they're saying it's going to be people are going to be at the movies jam-packed yeah mm-hmm. hugging I, each other i think back, they'll be licking the seats the, all that bringing back stuff. the holy kiss oh wow like, oh wow you're really taking it back I'm yeah. be, I'm gonna be hugging strangers. I'm gonna be <laughs> celebrating in the streets. Yes, there's gonna be so much dancing. It's gonna be like that <laughs> dancing scene. in the streets. Gonna, it's gonna be like that scene from Hot Rod where it starts off real positive and then uh, the one where he's dancing in the forest. <laughs> no, they're they're like all start dancing and like marching through the streets, but then a riot breaks out and then yep. uh, uh, Danny, uh, what's his name? Danny McBride's character shows up afterward like, oh, yeah, that turned bad real fast. And he's holding a TV. He's like, yeah, it started off real positive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, okay, well, so, so, yeah, I agree. People are going to go back to the theaters. The question I have is like in four years, how, you know, how is like the movie industry or the entertainment industry going to shift? because of this like because there will be like things that change i think i i do think yeah people are going to go back to the movies but i don't think it'll be the same i think they'll only go back to the movies for you know a marvel movie like i'm talking about just the mass audience like the billion dollar box office stuff i don't Um, know man i think it's gonna be hard to regain that personally it's gonna be 2021 is gonna be an old school summer (laughs) i think (laughs) <laughs> old school summer. Why are you laughing? Well, I just I like that terminology. Old school it's, summer. I mean, we're, there's going to be no no germs. Yeah. Like yeah, people drinking out of the garden hose. Like a July Fourth like barbecue in the eighties. Everyone's sweaty kneecaps are going to be clacking together. Like <laughs> gotta love it. <laughs> well, what were you we what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say I think I don't think movies are going to last much longer because all these series Netflix are coming out with each episode's like forty five minutes long. Yeah. Yeah, it's no. it's definitely a shift. It's a it's a change. Um, I, I I don't think like the movie industry is going to be gone. I just what I think is you'll see less of the two hundred million dollar movies and more of like the ten million dollar movies. So like more of the indie type movies or, or honestly movies you used to see like in the nineties when it was like just a this is just going to be kind of like an adult based 
drama. It's going to be about, you know, a family or it's going to be this, but it's only going to cost us $8 million to make um, that kind of but thing. But there's a special twist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because they just don't make like, you know, every movie now is either like bootstrapped like a million dollars or it costs like 150 to make it. Joey know? was a regular guy <laughs> until his ears fell off. Just just like that. Oh, oh my ears. <laughs> <laughs> just like that. You've been working on that movie, haven't you? Yeah. No, that's just that's just right off the brain. Earless which Joe. Also, earless Joe. <laughs> which is also another idea. I had a million dollar idea yesterday for an alternative. You know, there's alternatives to elves on the shelves all coming out all the time. You know, you got the, you got the minch on the bench for uh, Jewish people. And um, hold on, is that real? Yeah, that was a Shark Tank uh, thing. Um, and You're it's, lying. It's, it's in stores. Wow. Um, but there's lots of different ones you can find. But I thought of one that was perfect for that person in your family who loves grouch on the rep- couch, reptiles. Oh, and it is snake on a flake, and it's a snowflake <laughs> with a snake dangling <laughs> off of it. You better, so, you better print that out. Snake on. A, I'm setting it on a podcast, <laughs> yeah. so therefore get, it's copyrighted. Get a prototype out. And so. Snake on a flake. <laughs> and, I mean, you could go. You could go several ways with it. You, can, you know, the fake snowflake with an actual real snake dangling from it. And so that could be part of the. That could be part of the fun. You know, where is the snake today? In your bed, maybe. Ah, uh, that's that's terrifying, uh, man. Well, before we get out of here, Kyler, you've got a couple of announcements to 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 let us know about. Um, as far as the Create Initiative goes. Yes, we have the Create Initiative giveaway happening. Um, you'll see a post uh, on Instagram. It's red and it's got a big snowflake on it. And all you need to do is follow us, like the post, and tag two friends on the post. And you could be entered to win a B&H gift card, some uh, exclusive merch, and a special prop from the Create Podcast set. That's you right. know what needs to be on that big red snowflake on the post? Huh. A snake. <laughs> We're doing it. Oh, there'll be a snake on a flake post, so keep an eye out for that. If and you see it, your first exclusive, you also win. <laughs> yeah, copyright 2020, Kyle Lee. <laughs> Kyle Lee. Um, but yeah, so make sure you enter the giveaway when you see that post. Uh, follow us, uh, which hopefully you're already following us. But make sure you get are. Get your friends to follow. Uh, get us. your friends to follow us. Like the post. Tag two friends, and uh, you will be entered to win. And and we we've got some exclusive prizes. Like I mean, no one no one in the world no will one. have these uh, except for you. Kyle so. hasn't even seen them. Yep, that's right. Ha. So I probably already yeah, have them. Well. Not yet, buddy. Uh, but so yeah, uh, check it out. And um, I mean, look at this stress ball. It's black, all black. <laughs> that's amazing. I know that's the coolest colors you can get. Black printed on black. That's true. <laughs> wow. And then uh, also, Kyler, uh, what's the other? We've piece got of a playlist on our Spotify. I think then the username is Create Initiative. Yep. yep. So just type in the search bar, Create Initiative. Scroll down to users or artists. I guess we are profile. Profile, <laughs> and. We have a Christmas playlist. Yep. It's very uh, good. It is a great Christmas playlist, so check it out. Good for church whoa, lobbies, whoa. And it's great. small gatherings. Yep, and just for your creative... Dance parties. Uh, creative work during the Christmas season. Kitchen dance parties. Kitchen dance parties. Cookie-making dance parties. <laughs> parties in the street that turn into riots. Parties <laughs> dancing in the street. <laughs> That's happening. 2021. 20, oh, my goodness. 2021. January 1st. Oh, January 1st. First of all, I will... <laughs> summer okay. of summer of the dancing doesn't be in till I, when the day school is out. I am putting my swimsuit on. It's not coming wow. off until August. <laughs> and are you gonna? When you move, did you it, move your pool? 
Yeah, my pool fits in the garbage sack. <laughs> it's just chilling right. in the right. house. But I was just curious. Are, are you going to... I mean, it's just like it's a tarp with yeah. poles, essentially. Yeah. And so I've got to get a new pump for but it. It'll but it'll be ready summer 21, right? It's, it's, it's going down. <laughs> just yes. living in the pool. Summer 21. Well, Everyone's listen, coming over. Listen, Backyard last barbecues. summer, this past summer, you kept talking about we were going to do a live episode from your pool, from poolside, and it never happened. So it better yeah. happen in 21. Well, problem is now, last summer, my backyard was tiny, and the Wi-Fi was good and reached back there. Oh, no. well, we can we can work around that. We can Big, use a hotspot. Bigger backyard, Wi-Fi, right. well, not happening. My phone well, can't be a hotspot Well, if you get the anymore. pool set up, we will, we will bring the, the internet uh, for the recording. So everybody put in your calendar, summer 21. Uh, the Create Podcast pool party. is having a pool party. <laughs> so, um, But hey, uh, it's probably time we get out of here. And I do want to make one last announcement. This is going to be the last podcast of the year where we have a guest. You know, So we've got two more weeks before the year's up. But everybody, stay tuned because so stay next tuned. week it's going to be just the crew and we're going to talk about our favorite Christmas memories. I thought you were going to say we're going to talk about our feelings. Oh, <laughs> and I was want, like, whoa. You want to talk about feelings? We'll Creatives talk about feelings. don't have feelings. <laughs> we'll talk about the feelings, feelings we don't have next week. I'm going to talk about the, in, the inadequ- inadequacy I feel. That's that true. I didn't really make you feel insecure, Kyle. <laughs> now we're really talking about our feelings. <laughs> All right. Well, for uh, Kyle Lee and Kyler Clapp, Um, I'm Jason Evans, and uh, let's have have a good week, everybody. (laughs) 